Hi, Taiki, and welcome. I am so excited that you're listening in and tuning in today for today's episode. Summer is here, and boy, it's blasting hot in Washington, D.C. But I know that now is the time we are, many of us, are letting loose because COVID seems to have caught a curve, and we're almost at the end of this epidemic, it seems. And you're super excited and you're so happy that finally you get to do stuff you haven't done for a long time. And you're super proud of yourself that you didn't gain weight during the pandemic like so many of your friends. And you stayed on top of your exercise program and didn't indulge more than you usually do. But suddenly your jeans or actually your shorts are getting way tighter than you want them to. You know how hard it is to lose weight after 50 and you try to avoid it as best as you can. You wonder, what is going on? Why are you gaining weight now that COVID is over? Find out in this week's episode how you can stop weight gain after the COVID pandemic. But before we dive in, check out the Fasted and Fit Over 50 Club membership. I'll leave a link for you in the show notes. It's a portable, so doable fitness program with classes and exercises that are designed for you, the woman over 50, and has lots of Pilates exercises for you as well. So let's dive into today's episode. I'm Heike Yates, a fitness and nutrition coach with 30 years of experience. I empower women over 50 to take back their health and strength to lead a vibrant life. Right now, you're joined by thousands of women over 50 around the world who stop dimming their light and instead ignite their spark. On this podcast, I do what I do best taking complicated information about fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies, and breaking it down into baby steps that are simple, actionable, and sustainable, so you can implement them into your life. I regularly interview some of the most inspiring women who share their honest stories on how they went from their worst to their best life, so that you know not alone in your struggles. Join me as we redefine what aging looks and feels like by taking action and saying, yes, I can. This is the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Many of you know that I do have what's called a brick and mortar studio here in Maryland. So people can come and see me in person and my clients are starting to come back in person, at least the ones that are around here in the Maryland area. And a client that I haven't seen in one and a half years walks in super excited for her first Pilates session in a year and a half. And the thing she says is, Heike, I've gained five pounds since the restrictions have been lifted. Can you believe it? I was so disciplined all through COVID. I did all the exercises you sent me off with when COVID started and I did them religiously and I paid attention to my nutrition. And now 
Now I'm gaining weight. I need help. I was smiling at first, but I understand her frustration. After being so disciplined and staying on top of her nutrition and fitness program, now she gains weight. Well, 61% of Americans gained weight during the pandemic. And those folks are now struggling to lose the dreaded COVID-19, which is the play on the freshman 15. But with such a disruption of lifestyle, with the gyms closed and fitness classes canceled and we can't go anywhere, and more stress than anyone can remember that we had in any lifetime that I can remember, no wonder people started gaining weight. Let's look at some of the uh, why people gained weight and why others didn't, but now are struggling with weight gain. So why did people gain weight in the first place? Well, it's the quarantine, of course, and not leaving the house. And if you've been following me on my social media, you know I talked about that snacking was, during COVID, is an all-time high. People started working from home, and the fridge seemed to be calling their names more often than not. Also, 23% of adults reported that they have been drinking more alcohol. Well, we're stressed. We're sitting at home. We are cooped up. And some of us are sitting in small apartments with one or two people there or alone. And stress is really high. Also, that led to some of that stress eating that many of us have been doing. We're like, we're cooped up. We're stressed. We are frustrated, we're stuck, let's eat, let's treat ourselves. And ordering in was the norm. There's, there was no going out for meals, for a nice dinner, for date night. And in my house, we maintained that date night was once a week and we ordered in from our favorite, favorite restaurants to also help support them during that tough time. But... You know, you order off the menu and you go, heck, I deserve good food. And so nobody really paid that much attention to what actually came delivered. We also were a lot more sedentary. We moved less. We worked more. I know that we extended our hours way past what we normally did because there was not that much to do. And after the initial Zoom calls with your friends, this also got a little bit tiring. And you're like, oh, another Zoom call. I'm on Zoom all day. So in the end, the couch and Netflix sounded way better than actually moving. And as always, stress is causing so many problems in our lives. Not just if you're over 50, but for anybody, Stress is causing emotional eating or triggering emotional eating. And we're eating to feel better, to be happier, or to not feel so alone. There's so many reasons why many of us have been emotional eating. And I get it. It's been tough. Some have actually lost weight during COVID. Some people, when they get uh, depressed or sad, they lose appetite. 
And that's the opposite of what many people have done. But they're just like, I'm not hungry. I am just so depressed. And that's not good either because then you lack all the nutrients. The other thing is lack of motivation to exercise. You know, if nothing's going on in your life, why would you want to exercise? You know you'll feel better when you do. But getting your butt ski out of your office chair has been tough this past year. And that also led to a lot of problems with sleeping. So many people told me that they are just not sleeping. Not sleeping well, not sleeping through the night, having trouble falling asleep, just being short on sleep and not being well. And all of that combined triggers that waking during COVID. We're, we're looking at irregular, irregular eating patterns. So you eat whenever. You're skipping meals. And it's not like you're intermittent fasting, but you just don't feel like it. You're in the middle of a meeting. Let's have a couple of snacks. And you keep snacking. And at some point you eat. So also changing what we eat, like high calorie foods. I'm sure a lot of it, a lot of you can concur when I say a burger and fries sounded really good a lot of times. So initially working from home sounded like a dream for many people. You're not stuck in an unpleasant commute dealing with a grumpy coworker or high pressure at the job and deadlines. You still had deadlines, but there was different because you sat at home in your pajamas. Then, but many of us, just like we did here, used the extra time we had to work even more. And I'm lucky that I have my husband here and we both motivated each other to get our butt skis out the door, to exercise. We have our bike set up in the basement so we can do our bike workouts there. And I dragged, dragged him into my Pilates studio. I said, you need Pilates, you need stretching, you need core strength. So we had each other to support, but not everybody else had that. For those of you with kids at home, stress just increased threefold. Many had to homeschool. And for those empty nester kids, they're now stuck at home as well instead of going to college, studying from home instead. And suddenly you, you're back like when, when they were little. And some parents had their kids move home altogether. Because the pressure of loneliness and disconnect was really, really powerful during the pandemic. And my daughter, after staying in Ireland for three years, maybe four years, she got locked down after lockdown. And she told me how, how sad she is and depressed and lonely. And I said, grab your stuff, move back home until the pandemic is over and figure out your next steps in life. And she did. So she figured out what she wanted to do going forward instead of sitting by herself in a small apartment, not being able to go anywhere, being depressed and not having a job or having a job that she really doesn't want it. So, but there are a few people that managed to do just like my client's story on top of their workouts and eating strategies because you could control this. 
When we have no control over what is happening in our lives, we cling to one thing that we can control. Some clung to work because that's what you can control, your workload, your projects you're working on. And just like in the example with my client, she stuck to her eating and exercise routine. And that was her thing. She could control it. She also took her husband with her uh, on her walk. So it worked really well for us. Because when there's so little time for us to be in charge, then this for her was a great strategy. You planned how much and when you exercise. You planned meals ahead of time so that the bi-weekly grocery trip that everything you needed for eating healthy, a well-balanced meal was included. So this was you. If you that person that was in charge and said, yep, I got this all nailed. I got exercise penciled in my schedule. The meals are planned. We're prepping meals. We're ready to roll and we got this. And it worked like a charm. And you were able, because of those strategies, to keep your stress at a minimum. In many places around the world, restaurants are now open. We are allowed to travel. The gyms and fitness studios are open again. And now you're gaining weight. It's time to celebrate and enjoy ourselves again. And wonder why is it happening and why? what can you do about it? So you start to gain weight. You start to say, hey, wait a minute. I'm so happy. I'm celebrating. This is great. But now is the time to take a step back and say, okay, wait a minute. I know I did this for so long. It's okay to celebrate. Now you feel so relieved that we're back in touch with people and your happy hormones take over instead of stressing all the time. You feel good and you're ready to treat yourself. You're eating more than normally because you can. You have a choice now. You can look at all the meals. You can actually go to a restaurant and you smell the foods, which increases your appetite and you see people eating. It's awesome. And you feel like you want to party all the time and cheer to yourself and end up drinking a little bit too much, even though you know you should, might have to, want to stick to your old eating habits. And you start to skip exercise because your social life is back in full swing. No wonder you're starting to gain weight now. And it's okay, but you know how hard it is to lose weight when you're over 50. Menopause is not a friend of ours when it comes to weight loss and gaining extra body fat is takes time to lose. So let's talk about three tips to manage weight gain after the pandemic. Number one is portion control. For almost a year and a half, we were free to roam again and enjoy life outside the house. No wonder we're indulging a little more on the foods in a new restaurant or back at our favorite restaurants with our favorite foods. 
Eating out is so much fun, don't you agree? We see people enjoying themselves just like you do, and the wine might be flowing a little bit more as well. Well, we fell into that happy trap as well. First time we went out to our favorite restaurant. It's a French restaurant, little cute restaurant that is in our neighborhood. We had a table and they're still keeping everything socially distanced. And so we felt very comfortable and we started ordering the appetizer, the main course, the dessert for each one of us. No, no, we didn't share the appetizer. We didn't share the dessert. It was, yeah, I want my own dessert. This is great. And we shared a bottle of wine and it was so much fun. I was so stuffed. Talk about 80% full, definitely not. So what we need to, to do is go back to our old healthy habits as soon as you can. How about right now? Instead of ordering everything on the menu, order wisely. I don't want you to not eat the mussels in wine sauce and the baguette if that is what you want. But keep an eye on how much you eat. Portion control is key, especially when you're eating out. I've been to so many uh, restaurants where the portions are so large that I could easily take half of it home or share it with my husband. And so think about portion control. Share maybe the salad or the appetizer. Share the dessert. Leave out ordering the appetizer because you know the main course is already enough. Or share a main course and then share a dessert. Think about that you want to feel 80% full. So that means that you could eat more, but if you ate more, you felt stuffed. You felt too full. I don't want you to be hungry. So listen to your body. Start ordering, or let's say don't start ordering everything all at once. Start with the main course and see if you still have room. Or start with the appetizer and Maybe prolong the ordering of the main course so you see how full you really are. Because some of those appetizers are pretty large and they may fill you up already that you say, you know what? I don't need a whole main course by myself. I can share a main course and skip dessert. So whatever is your desire, pick and choose, but watch the portion control. You could also take uh, split foods in half and take them home. I don't like that because it, I mean, I do love leftovers, don't get me wrong, but when I order at the restaurant, it never tastes, tastes as good the next day as if I'm eating it right there. But that's me. Think of 80% full, control your portions. Number two is exercising for health. Now, during the pandemic, you stuck to your exercise routine and made time for it. You penciled it in. You were diligent. Now you may feel bored and don't want to be tied to your home exercise routine anymore. You might replace that exercise time that you had with doing errands, going to the mall, driving into work again without noticing that you stopped exercising for the most part as much as you have during the pandemic. 
Because then you had time, then you planned it in, and now real life is back. It's the dry cleaner, it's the grocery store, it's whatever other errands you, you need to do are now no longer go to Amazon, order stuff, it will be delivered and you just send it back if you don't want it. Now you want to go in person. So that cuts in to your exercise time. Make exercise part of your day again. Again, instead of feeling bad that you don't make time for your exercise routine, incorporate more day-to-day activities back into your life, like walking to the metro, play tennis with your friends, go walk with your neighbor, and stop your home routine for a little while so you get a new perspective. Not only will this make you move more, but it also adds that social aspect that we missed so much into our lives. And we've been craving that connection and chatting and laughing and actually seeing our friends laughing without a mask. And once you feel more in control of your daily flow again, then start adding the exercises you did before in your regular routine with what fits best for your life now. And and perhaps you try some of the exercises or exercise classes from the Fasted and Fit Club membership. You know, the link is in the show notes. Number three, hold yourself accountable. It feels so good to do all the things you missed for so long that you get a little loosey-goosey and perhaps start thinking, I've been doing all the right things for so long. A little cheating is okay. Inconsistency and a lack of accountability will change the outcome of your fitness and your health goals. All the good intentions are not producing the same results if you don't track them. Use any of your wearables if you have some, so you know how much you actually move every day. Perhaps even log food on MyFitnessPal to find out what you're eating on a daily basis. Perhaps log your macronutrients and see if you're consistent with now your weight loss goals. These are the exact tips I gave my client. And she said, you're so right, Heike. And that is so doable. If I'm tracking now, I know that I'm staying on track, that I am holding myself accountable for the steps I'm taking now. And if I get a little loosey-goosey, I know that. And I can reel it in sooner rather than later. Small changes will add up and consistency is key. You don't have to go on a fat diet or a boot camp to see results. Start with baby steps, stay committed and be patient. It takes time to reach your goals. And that's why we don't do fat diets and hard boot camps just to get quickly to that goal. Go back to those healthy habits you followed before you started to celebrate and you lose the weight and get back to your fitness routine sooner rather than later. I hope that these three tips help you if you're the person who is gaining weight now 
that we are past the COVID pandemic. If you'd like more help, more ideas, reach out to me at Heike Yates on Instagram or Heike Yates Pursue Your Spark on Facebook and let me know what other tips you might like to share that benefits others that have started gaining weight after the pandemic. With that, my friends, thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao!